0: Welcome to the Sporting for His Glory podcast. I'm so excited because today's episode is going to be amazing. I've got a really amazing guest on today. And today's guest is Joshua Chabala, host of the Evergreen podcast, also a Warwick University graduate in psychology and sustainable development. And he was president of Warwick Calisthenics Society from 2019 to 2021. But I must also say about Josh, Josh is an incredible communicator. I even remember, Josh, when you actually, you led a sermon at Pencer, like way back, like one of the online ones, and I've never forgotten it. Like, honestly, just the way that you like articulated, like the gospel, I was like, This guy is like, um, has such a gift in communication and I'm just a huge fan of your podcast as well. So I'm so excited to talk to you, you know, about fitness and about faith and I guess how we can navigate spiritual fitness Mm. and, you know, obviously physical fitness as well. So it's great to have you on.
1: Wow. Wow. What an introduction. Thank you so much. I'm honored to even to be here. I love what you're doing with the podcast. So yeah, I'm excited. Thank you very much for the introduction. (laughs) Thank you
0: oh thank you so much cool so as always we start with a prayer yes So thank you, Lord, so much for this moment. Thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to glorify you, to speak of you, Lord. And yeah, just to reflect on the ways that you've changed our lives, God. Thank you so much for opportunities to use our bodies for your glory through fitness, through sport. But thank you also for the opportunity for us to develop spiritually and how we can build ourselves in our spirit and in our relationship with you as well. So I thank you so much for Josh, everything that you're doing in his life, his amazing podcast and the way that that's touching so many people through having authentic conversations about what it means to be a Christian, you know, in this society and in this age. And I also just pray for those who are listening. And I just pray that they'll really be blessed by this conversation. And Holy Spirit, we surrender this time to you. And I just pray that it will be a really impactful um, conversation for your glory. In Jesus' name, Amen.
1: Amen, and amen, and amen. Love,
0: love. So my first question for you is, tell us more about yourself, because I know that introduction is just kind of the things I know about you, (laughs) but I'm sure there's a bit more to say for sure. And also tell us about your sporting and your fitness interests.
1: Okay. Um, So now you pretty much covered, you covered a lot of it. So right now I'm working um, in the financial service sector as an auditor. So that's what I'm doing professionally getting my ACA done there so even trying to navigate training and things of that nature whilst working a job that can have crazy hours like sometimes 12 hour shifts has been an interesting one but yeah for those of you who did like hear the introduction my main sporting passion is definitely calisthenics aside from football of course it's calisthenics and for anyone who doesn't know what calisthenics is, that is literally just body weight training. It comes from uh, two Greek words, kalos on strength, meaning beauty and strength. So essentially, it's a it's a form of training, a form of exercise where you use primarily your body weight to achieve an aesthetic and functional physique. And I fell in love with it back when I was like fifteen or sixteen years old um I wanted to go to the gym as you do at that age you just want to get stronger I'm really for football I wanted to I wanted it to help me out but um my mom didn't want me to go to the gym I said you're too young you're not going to the gym go and do some push-ups in the garden <laughs> so I started doing push-ups in the garden found calisthenics online and then from there things went crazy um yeah I just started bringing my friends down every summer 5 6 of us would come and I would host training sessions so yeah ever since then calisthenics has had my heart really to this day
0: yeah that's amazing yeah i am kind of familiar with calisthenics in terms of like yeah. some of the training i do but also my um snc coach that's kind of his specialist area oh okay. calisthenics so i don't know if you've heard of school of calisthenics but like he's he kind of a part of that so like it's no it's quite cool in terms of like yeah like finding out about that but i really enjoy like doing kind of like the body weight um stuff as well so yeah
1: yes i loved school of calisthenics i watched all of their youtube videos that's so good that's so cool yeah wow.
0: so cool and also in terms of your faith so when did you yes. come to know jesus
1: oh that's a very interesting question it's an interesting question because i would say i came to know him for myself and i chose to really walk with him myself and i'll say now nah, he really captured me at the age of maybe 15 I would say he really captured my heart. That's when things really started to change, 14, 15. But well, I grew up in a house where uh, it, it it was a it was a Christian home. It was very easy for me to believe the things that I would come to later, reading the scriptures because of the way my mom lived out her faith. So, of course, we, we, we would go to church on Sundays when we could, if I wasn't playing football. So even if I wasn't in church every single Sunday, the home was still a Christian home. So it, it, it was there was no real way of me escaping hearing Christian teachings, Christian values. But obviously as a kid, you just you just want to go and enjoy life. You know? So it was only really at um 14, 15. I remember there just being a time where I started to feel as if the Lord was just calling me really to to, to follow him seriously. Um because obviously I, I I kind of lived in a way that what wasn't bad i was i don't know a normal child right but it i wasn't living in, in a way that was completely in alignment with the lord mm-hmm. um let's put it that way and it was when i was 14 15 i was like nah like i i want to i desire to follow him seriously and I, that that's that could only have been a work of work of the spirit just literally changing my heart um and since then it's been a slow uh gradual progress and I'll say probably at university when yeah when I was introduced to things like Pensa, Warwick Men's Bible Study that things really accelerated and yeah now I have a real love for not only obviously the the Lord and his word but bringing people into an understanding of that hence I even started things like the the podcast and whatnot because yeah that's just what my heart is right now really and um yeah pray it pray it long continues
0: yeah yeah that's really great and i know also you have an interest like in terms of like apologetics and oh yes that kind of stuff so like how did yeah where did that kind of begin as well
1: that's very interesting so as i said i I grew up in a christian home so i I was just used to christian values christian teachings, Mm. a christian worldview and nothing ever really counted that it was only when i started to take this more seriously that I start to see, oh, some people like oppose this thing strongly and, and believe that they have uh, uh, strong reasons as to why people shouldn't be Christian. So really apologetics kind of started as um me trying to explore and understand not only what it is that I believe but why why I believe it. Um, and it really started when I started engaging with one of my good friends to this day, a Muslim friend to this day. We we just started going back and forth over lockdown. I don't know how it happened, yeah. but we just started to share a little bit more about what we believe. And that's when I realized, wow, like the lay Christian in these type of conversations would not be able to hold their own because yeah. we're not really taught uh, uh, s- certain fundamental doctrines. Um, so yeah, it was that conversation that really spurred me to just understand this faith a bit more. Like mm. this, this faith that I claim to believe in, um, that I claim to put to stake my whole life on. Essentially, um, why why should I have a shallow understanding of it? Um, so yeah, I just started seeking out more, reading books. Uh, I think the first book uh, before this, before lockdown, I couldn't I couldn't read out. I, I wasn't that much of an avid reader. My first Apologetics book, I read it like three, three days. Wow. <laughs> so that's what I, I really started to get interest for this stuff. Um, And yeah, so it really started from there. Now I would say with Apologetics, it's more a labour of love. So I, I work with kids, well, young people at my church, for example. If they have certain questions, I'll be more than happy to answer them. If I don't know the answer, I'll be more than happy to find the answer or research the answer if there's one, one to be found. It's more of a labor of love in that sense versus me in my own spare time digging into apologetics conversations and questions because i realized that all the questions i had <laughs> we've been having these conversations for 2000 years and there really wasn't anything new under the sun so i was like okay cool apologetics is great i love it i'll, I'll do it as a labor of love when people ask me certain questions but i care more for spiritual formation now and uh, seeing how how it is we can become more like christ how is it that we actually change how is it that we actually develop and grow and obviously um apologetics is definitely a part of that but it's more when people ask or when 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 there's something i'm, I'm confused about or whatever that'll dig into it my my more my main focus really right now is on discipleship essentially that's what i love reading about and learning about now
0: Mm, Yeah, that's really great. But I love what you said about us, I guess, being aware of what we believe and the importance of that, you know, as Christians, actually knowing what we believe. Because even for me, like in terms of even the gospel, like, I'll be real, like, it's probably only the past couple of years that I feel more confident to actually articulate the full gospel. And that's actually thanks to Christians in sport because they've Mm. actually, they do, like, some teaching and there's opportunities to do, like, courses in terms of how to actually, like, articulate your faith in that sport context. And it's true because I think we, we say, yeah, we're Christians. That's one thing, but we actually do need to know, like, When we're trying to share it to someone who literally doesn't know anything, (laughs) like we actually need to know what we believe And Equally, there's parts of the gospel that it's so easy to even forget to actually mention. Mm. And, you know, and that's where I think things like apologetics is actually really important because being aware of what you believe, but also, yeah, being aware of how you can make a case and an argument as well and like present that, you know, in the right way.
1: 100%. Like there's so many compelling arguments for the christian faith that it, it, when i first found them i was like oh my gosh this is incredible so naturally i just had to dig into it and i remember on my snapchat story every time i would learn something new i was sharing new things and yeah that was a lockdown was a was an interesting time but um yeah you're absolutely right i believe this should be a normal part of of a christian's christian education i guess like it shouldn't be only for a, re- a reserved few that kind of notice it should be common knowledge uh, amongst the, the congregation, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with what you're saying.
0: And also how has your faith impacted the way that you approach and think about fitness? Um, very has?
1: interesting. Very, very interesting. Oh man, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I would say it's, it's impacted it in this main way. I, I now view fitness and, and training and exercise and whatnot as as a form of stewardship um I, I look at it as stewarding my whole body stewarding this 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 life essentially that the lord has given me whereas as a child when i started training usually you're just training for aspect well i let me say i was just training for aesthetic reasons or i'm genetically predisposed to being like bigger right and i didn't want to go down that route so that's 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 not a problem right but um yeah it, it's less about just how i look and it's more about okay how am i stewarding and looking after what is that the lord has given me and that even helps with things like comparison because with social media you have an abundance of of, of people online with with incredible physiques and if i'm training to be the the best looking guy physically aesthetic wise I, i i'm gonna end up just Training myself into a ground being in a pit of despair, or never thinking I'm I'm actually good enough because there's always going to be someone slightly bigger, slightly stronger, slightly leaner, um, and so so that's the main way it's changed. I no longer go to the gym um with with a lens of comparison or trying to better someone else. I'm literally stewed in the what the Lord has given me. I train today so that I'm able to train tomorrow, so that I'm able to go and do what the Lord has called me to do, not so that. I'm, I'm the whammy guy at the gym um, or the whammy guy at, at, at the beach, which is what it probably started off as. Um, So, yeah, that's, that's why, that's why. That's one of the main reasons it's uh, changed the way I train.
0: Yeah, I love that so much. It's true that it's realising, yeah, what it means for us and, like, not thinking too much around, yeah, other people, like you said, in terms of comparison. yeah. And it definitely links also to what I was reflecting about in terms of, you know, society and the way that fitness Mm. has almost become, I guess, an idol in some ways for some people, you know, like in terms of exercise addictions, for example, Mm. the culture of wanting to look a certain way. And obviously that affects men and women alike. So I was just wondering in terms of your own, I guess, your own experience, but also in terms of your own reflections, uh, what do you think about that?
1: I think that's a fantastic point you've raised. Um, it's so easy for for exercise to become idolatrous. Um, it's something that is meant to be good for us, but we can easily take it to the extreme. Even speaking, just going back to the comparison point I made, Like I remember overhearing a conversation between two girls in a gym and I was speaking about how Oh, like we we have to keep going. We have to keep pushing because I have to look better than these girls at the gym. I mean, these girls at the beach when we when we go out, um, whatever. And I'm just thinking, man, this is crazy because like exercise is meant to be su- su- such a such a good for us, yet still we're using it in such a way that um can actually be detrimental to our own souls, um in terms of like my own journey with with idolizing this thing. Uh yeah, when I was 15, 16, when I first started, I was I was was I obsessed? Probably. I was probably obsessed. Like I was overly meticulous. And and not even with just the way I would train and my diet and whatnot, but um even with what I would wear as well. I can't remember <laughs> I would only wear clothes that were tight for me. Like if they weren't hugging the sleeves, I wouldn't wear it. Like thinking about it, it was crazy. I remember going to school one day. The shirt was too tight. I couldn't breathe. I remember at, like break time. I had to go to the uh, toilet, and I remember cutting off the sleeve because it was it was actually just too tight. It was a joke. So um yeah, it's 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 so easy for for this to happen, and I think with fitness and with something where you will change aesthetically, if you don't put certain boundaries in place, it is it is very easy to fall into that. Um, it, it's not something that you kind of have to will to happen, like the, the idolatry of it, it mm-hmm. kind of almost will just happen if you don't guard against it. So yeah, there's there's a couple of things I do now to help guard against it, um, because yeah, it's just so easy for it to happen, Like with any good thing for it to become an idol, really.
0: Mm, yeah definitely and I've mentioned on the podcast before but yeah even in terms of like my own experience like, with sport and like over lockdown you know a lot of that broke because it's like wait a sec this thing isn't invincible like this <laughs> thing can stop like anything else you know oh, in terms yes. of gyms being closed you know track being closed like just yes. access even to sport you know being so reduced like yeah. re- you know remember the times when literally you could exercise for 30 minutes outside like.
1: yeah yeah, that's actually a fantastic point Um, lockdown and even before lockdown when i was 16 i got injured mm-hmm. um so that's what broke this for me because i was like i can't put my whole identity in in the fact that i do calisthenics the lord can has given me the ability to do this and he can take it away just like that i have to remember to keep the main thing the main thing so yeah sometimes like interruptions or disruptions to to your training routine even though in the moment they can feel annoying um it can actually be a blessing for you going forward so that was the case for me getting injured when i was 16 and not being able to train for a good few months it might have even been a year i think um, helped me just realign my priorities and and f- remember why it is I even started trading. Um, so yeah, that th- that's an interesting point you made.
0: Yeah, definitely, exactly. It kind of puts things into you know perspective, 100%. doesn't it? Yeah. But yeah, by all means, um, you know, there's obviously good aspects of sport as well, like we've yeah. been saying, in fitness, mm-hmm. and God can and does redeem fitness and yes. sports industry, and He's given us bodies to look after, develop. And use for his glory. So yes,
1: yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's a it's a beautiful thing. Like I'm so I'm I'm grateful now. now when I'm 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 training, whatnot, I'm grateful that I'm I'm able to train. That I'm able to uh um exercise in the way I do. Because in the times when I was injured, it's like all you want to do <laughs> is be able to train again the way you were able to train. And I always used to tell myself like when I'm when I'm free from this injury, I'm not I'm never, never gonna take this for granted again. Like I'm gonna I'm going to steward it well and yeah over time um i've been able to been able to do that being able to just appreciate the fact that um i can ha- do a handstand like as a 15 16 year old it was my dream to just be able to hand balance for two seconds <laughs> you know what i'm trying to say so yeah just sometimes looking back and appreciating where it is you've come from r- really helps with just being grateful i guess in the in this journey
0: yeah, love that so much. So I was just looking into, you know, what the Bible says about fitness okay. as well in sport. Um, and I mean, I guess the main one really is 1 Corinthians 9, verse 25, which says, Now every athlete who goes into training and competes in the games is disciplined and exercises self-control in all things. They do it to win a crown that withers, but we do it to receive an imperishable crown that cannot wither. Mm. Um, which is really interesting, and like before, like we go into this, I was I was concerned. Yeah. Like obviously, I want to be able to interpret interpret it in the right way. Mm, yeah. So I did look at um, what some of the commentaries say. So okay. on the Matthew Henry commentary, it says the apostle compares himself to the races and combatants in the Isthmian Games, well known by the Corinthians, but in the Christian race, all may run so as to obtain. There is the greatest. That is the greatest encouragement. Therefore, to persevere with all our strength in this course, which is, yeah, super interesting. Mm. And then in the Elcott commentary, it says, there are two striking points of contrast between the earthly race and the spiritual course. There is but one obtains a reward in the earthly contest. None need fail of it in the heavenly race. That reward, in the one case, is perishable. In the other it is imperishable. Mm. If then, such is St. Paul's argument, men show such extraordinary devotion and self-sacrifice for a reward, which is me- which is merely perishable and which each has only a chance of gaining. What should not be the devotion and self-sacrifice of those for all of whom an imperishable reward is certain? Mm. Come on. Yeah. It's Preach. interesting. It's quite yeah. long. But yeah, yeah, what are your reflections, I guess, on that?
1: Uh, more my reflections. Um, I think going back to even the idolatry point you made, with all the physical training I do and the discipline I maintain with it, I, I have to remember. Um, it, it helps me really just think about how how disciplined am I with with certain spiritual practices, mm. right? Um, because yeah it is very easy for me to be consistent with my nutrition well it's not easy but i can be consistent with my my nutrition my training my this my that it's like how am, am i consistent with spending time with the lord am i consistent with reading my bible am i consistent in all these areas and yeah with the same discipline that i apply to my exercise it's helped me think about the ways in which i can apply it to my to my spiritual life as well and even not trying to make that that divide it's not like i stop being how can i say it like this is not something that is honoring to god when i go and train for example I, I don't compartmentalize it like that so when i'm at the gym i'm also glorifying god because i'm stewarding my body as well i'm looking after the body that he has given me um so it's not like i i go to the gym i say sorry lord i'm pausing you for two hours i'm gonna cut back to you in a bit like i'm glorifying him when I'm there also, and even just the way I interact with people at the gym and whatnot. So um, yeah, it, it just helps you keep things into perspective, understanding to, that we ought to keep the main thing, the main thing, and the same discipline we apply with trading, with diet, with whatever, we should try to apply with with the spiritual disciplines as well, because at the end of the day, this is the stuff that is really going to extend into, into eternity. Like, I'm sure I'm not going to care about how big my bicep is or how long I can hold a handstand in in glory. So yeah, I think for me, it's a perspective thing more more than anything. It helps me just keep the main thing, the main thing.
0: Mm, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So true. Yeah. It's true. Especially the bit where it kind of talks about how, you know, let's say when we compete or when we do fitness, there's a reward that's maybe for only certain kinds of people, Mm. but then there's that sense that, you know, when, we're living our Christian life, there's a reward that's open for those, you know, that know Christ, those that believe yes. in him. Yes. And knowing that that's obviously a greater reward, mm. but also something that's hugely accessible in terms yeah. of, you know, the grace of God and like what Christ has done in a way mm. that's probably more accessible than even, you know, the ways that we strive kind of in this earthly sense and our earthly yeah. kind of um, ambitious, you yeah. know, drive yeah. that we have.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. It helps you understand that, um, re- regardless of of what your condition is, fitness-wise, even when we spoke about being injured, like mm-hmm. ultimately we have the greatest treasure in 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 knowing the Lord. Like over anything that this world could give us, knowing Him, being in union with Him. Having been made in good standing with him again it, it, it is a glorious treasure, regardless of what my circumstance is. So even things like that help keep me when I'm injured and when I can't train or when I'm going through whatever it is, or even when periods of inconsistency, it helps me not to self-loathe or, or to think cracky i suck <laughs> like mm-hmm. look at it the those giving me all this and and, I, and i'm and i not able to steward it well because there there are times and seasons in life where things are just a bit janky yeah. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it helps me understand again look in the lord i have the greatest treasure in him I, i'm safe secure he's not condemning me for for not being able to do x y and z so now i yeah i like what you said there yeah a lot yeah
0: so true and also going a bit deeper into that, yeah. what does spiritual fitness mean to you? And kind of, could you give Ooh. us some examples, I guess, of how you practice spiritual fitness?
1: Wow. What does spiritual fitness mean to me? This is a very interesting question. Um, spiritual fitness. Well, I, I can liken it to um, spiritual, spiritual health. Again, what's coming to mind is spiritual health. Um, and I know... Um, quote unquote spiritually healthy when when i'm in when i'm in an alignment with god when there's almost a flow to 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 the to the christian life that i'm that i'm living um as i spoke about before things aren't compartmentalized but everything i'm doing whether it's work whether it's training whether it's how i am as a brother how i am as a son all of it is is in submission to the lord and it's 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 in view of his mercy mercy like romans 12 speaks about us in view of the lord's mercy living up laying our lifestyle as living living a sacrifice as a living sacrifice so when i think about spiritual health spiritual fitness Mm -hmm. i think everything i'm doing is flowing from that place like i've been given the fact that I'm here, the fact that I'm breathing, the fact that I'm doing this, I cannot take any second for granted. Mm-hmm. I ought to live in such a way that is glorifying to him. And um, I know I'm not spiritually healthy when <laughs> when like the inverse is true, when when there the, the isn't a flow, when I feel either, how can I explain it? When you, you know what it feels like when you feel you're, you're in periods of either dryness or you haven't been consistent in, in certain areas, um, but even in those moments when you may feel dry, uh, you haven't prayed in a long time or you haven't read your, the scriptures in a long time, in those moments, I would say, it's obviously still important to, to keep in view or keep in mind that the Lord will still accept your prayers yeah. and, and welcome you open arms. And one thing that helps me is uh, the, the communities that I have. Mm. Um, I'm so, so thankful for the, for the communities that I have because... Like Hebrew, I think Hebrews 3 speaks about how we ought to exhort one another daily, lest our hearts be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. And it speaks so true when when a brother in the Lord or sister in the Lord can encourage me when I'm down bad. Mm Because there are periods where we we, we are all just down bad when we're downcast, whatever it is, and someone Mm -hmm. exhorting you, someone interceding for you, someone Doing what you do not have the strength to do in that moment uh, really helps me maintain spiritually fit or or helps me even just submit to the Lord in my weakness. Like, Lord, I'm I'm weak right now. I can do nothing right now. Help me. Um and yeah, it's uh it's a beautiful thing when I don't know, when you're when you reach a point of complete self-exhaustion and it's like, Lord, I can only lean on you right now. Like, and he comes through. It's a it's a beautiful thing um when that happens um and yeah it just gives you a real just like a, a confidence and assurance that regardless of what i'm going through like he's actually there he's not gonna leave me i can figure so many examples where it's like lord i'm finished <laughs> i have to do something right now or speak here right now and i do not have the strength have i had the strength to prepare or i don't even know what i'm gonna do whatever it is and and like the, the, the spirit doesn't leave you. Uh, his spirit mm-hmm. doesn't leave you. He's faithful. He carries us. He holds us. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's just like a beautiful memory bank of the Lord's faithfulness that you can draw upon mm-hmm. when you're down bad. Um, so yeah, hope that I answered the question. I went I went <laughs> a long way. <laughs> but yeah, that's all, yeah.
0: Yeah, I do. I really love that though. It's true. A lot of what you said was, was really great. And even mm-hmm. what you said at the end, remembering, yeah, where God's brought us from and what's happened like in our lives and how God always comes through. I think that's really great. And I know there's a couple of like verses. I won't quote because I'll probably get it wrong. Mm. But there's verses that talk about, yeah, remembering, yeah, remembering the Lord and like that kind of thing. Like what you said, it's true. And and that obviously helps us in our spiritual fitness. And also what you said about are in our lo- alignment as well with God. And that made me think a bit about appetite as well and how, Ooh. you know, like how appetite is kind of an indication of health, of fitness. Yes. And even how, like even from, from, I'm sure you can relate, like there's moments where my appetite even to read the word is like, yeah, oh, I'm going to read loads. I feel it. Like, you know, sometimes you feel it. Like I'm like, <laughs> like some, t- some days I'm like, yeah, I want more God. Like, yeah. But then certain days, <laughs> certain days I'm like, I'm struggling to
1: eat. Yes, it. 100%. Yeah.
0: But even appetite, I think. And even then, sometimes you've got to push yourself. That's a discipline, mm. right? Even to, to do that training, that mm. spiritual training, just as you push yourself to do the physical training even when you don't feel like it. Yeah. And sometimes when you do it, when you don't feel like it, that's where even the greatest breakthrough comes when you, uh, you, know,
1: you know, that kind of thing. 100%. 100%. Wow, what you said is so true. Like, there are moments you just feel well, everything is ticking. And you just you want to be reading your word, have your fellowships are out right here. And there's other times where it's like, Lord, like I'm struggling here. I can't, I'm I wanna open, I wanna open your scriptures, I want to read over them, but maybe you don't feel like it is is feeding you at that moment, or you don't feel like it's, it's giving I don't know, you feel like there's a dryness there. But um yeah, what you said is is so important. Like even when it comes to training, not every session do you feel amazing. Yeah, not every session do you feel like I'm on fire. I can I can fly right now. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like that all the time. Mm-hmm. But over time, these little mo- uh, um sessions that you do aggregate over a long period of time, they they do yield our uh, good results. Same with our spiritual life. Even when we don't feel it per se, still submit to the Lord in those moments. Um, they, they they build us spiritually in the end. So it's worth it.
0: Yeah, great. So as we're coming almost to the end, um, in terms of spiritual fitness as well, how do we prevent our, I guess, our striving in somewhat for spiritual fitness and our disciplines from becoming mm. a form of works?
1: Oh, wow. I think that's a good question. And I think what you said at the start is helpful when you spoke about the gospel. Because um, r- this gospel is not just for, for, for new people. Believers, for people, what that we're trying to bring into to the faith, we have to remember it ourselves. Yeah. Um, even Galatians speaks about how they started off uh, by the Spirit and they tried to continue by the flesh, or they tried to continue by work. So I think for me, it's literally remembering. Like my slogan this year is "Don't forget to remember." Mm. <laughs> literally, that's what I tell myself that, like every week, don't forget to remember what the Lord has called you out of, where He's brought you from why you're doing what you're doing. Don't forget to remember. I slap that on my head every time I forget because it's so easy. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I try and do. I try to remember what it is I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Because for example, with the comparison thing, a very practical thing, like I don't follow many fitness influencers. You'll find some balances I follow or maybe one or two friends or whatever it is. But I don't follow many because it's like it's inadvertent you don't try to compare but it's almost automatic you do compare you you look at yourself you you gym and you think oh this is great and you go online and you think yeah this is terrible It's, it's almost automatic so very practically i don't follow um many fitness influencers i learned that from 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 when i was a child but even still if if i i i do fall into comparison or do do end up doing anything like that Don't forget to remember i try to remember what is i'm doing and why i'm doing it that's become my slogan for the year and that's something that has just helped me uh uh maintain a level of contentment um when i'm trading because obviously yeah i want to see what my potential is physically but at the same time i i don't want this thing to be to be obsessive to where i'm not even yielding the, the, the full benefit of training because there's there's not only a physical aspect to training that to which is beneficial but spiritually can be also beneficial as well but I can I can can lose that or miss lose sight of that if I'm if I'm not if my perspective isn't correct essentially so for me yeah perspective is so important don't forget to remember that's that's my slogan that's what's been helping me still so, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's really good. And also, what you said about contentment is true. Like, mm. I think sometimes in sport and also spiritually, we sometimes want things like super quickly. Like, we want to like oh, yeah. progress, want to grow, want to like yeah. get there like fast. And I think it's true. It's about being content in our season, where we yeah. are,
1: and 100%. knowing that yeah,
0: there's time to grow. Like, it happens at God's pace. You know, hundred percent.
1: And one thing I do as well, I, I look at. I try to look at the the gain. I've, I've made from looking backwards by looking backwards versus like the gap between where I am now and where I'm trying to be. Um, so when I, when I turn around and look back and see where I was as a 15, 16 year old, or even just where I was yesterday, last week, last month, and I can see the progress that I've made that even helps me go forward for the future or just do well in this session today versus thinking about one day Oh, I want to do a one arm handstand today I'm, I'm even struggling with two arms it can easily be very dis- disheartening but when I look back at oh I could even hold myself for five seconds however many years ago it just it's like oh my god like progress is being made like <laughs> work is being done good things are being done here you can stay calm um so yeah looking at the gain I've made versus the gap also helps as well
0: yeah, that's really great. Thank you. And also, finally, what encouragement or advice would you give to Christians in the sports and fitness world?
1: Ooh, what encouragement would I give to Christians in the sport and fitness world? um I would say to them, I would say to them that I think Christians have in sports have a have a real unique, really unique opportunity to to. Show to the world what it means to 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 glorify the Lord in every single sphere that you're in. I think athletes have such a wonderfully unique opportunity to do that because sport is something I don't know what it is, but it's, it's it has a magnetism to it. People are drawn to it. It's entertaining, but also just seeing the feats of human strength is it, very impressive. So um, yeah, they have a unique opportunity to to show the world what it means to um glorify the Lord in 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 any sphere that they're in. So my encouragement would be to um remember that you're stewarding this 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 body, this event, this ball, whatever it is that you've been given, remember it you've been given, it's been given to you to steward. So um, yeah, keep that in mind. Keep that in mind when, when you're training, when when you're putting in the hours that nobody sees, understanding that the Lord that the Lord is seeing them, and that the Lord is faithful to 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 bring in to bring the increase when you put in certain work. Um, I would also say that they ought to remember that ultimately Christ is our great, greatest treasure. Um, yeah. so even if certain things are not obtained, or even if um careers look different to what we once thought, understanding that the the mercy we have received in the lord is it, still better than any medal we could we could ultimately um achieve and i think that would that that, that would help people us all to, to to um have a certain level of um again contentment in in what it is that we're doing um understanding that we've we've, we've obtained the greatest treasure we could ever <laughs> we to obtain in this life um so yeah hopefully that's in that's encouraging to, to everyone engaged in fitness and sport that that our believers.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. That is so encouraging. It's so true. And again, like what we've spoken about, it's about remembering the important things yeah. and also having that perspective in terms of what we do and what you said about, you know, knowing Christ, being our greatest treasure. I think that really 100%. ties into that. You
1: know, 100%, 100%, 100%.
0: Great. So to close, I was just wondering yeah. if you would close us in prayer, like anything oh, that you yes. want to pray for the listeners or just, yeah, anything on your heart.
1: Okay. Lovely. Let me do that. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this wonderful time. Thank you, Lord, for all that Perry is doing, supporting for his glory podcast, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the listeners, Lord. Lord, we pray that the, the hearts of the listeners are are, are prepared for for what it is that we have spoken about today, Lord. We pray that the the, the seeds that are sown, Lord, that they find good soil, Father. We pray that in every single sphere of life that we're in, whether that is at at the tracks, whether it is at sporting events, whether that is just at the gym, in our training sessions, Lord, that we remember that we glorify you in absolutely all areas, Lord. Can we be believers that do not compartmentalize our lives and, and, and kind of leave you either at church Uh, Sunday or leave you in our quiet room. But Lord, we we can remember that these bodies, these temples of your Holy Spirit, Lord, uh, that they, that we carry your goodness. We, we, we carry your glory. We can glorify you anywhere that, that we are, Father can we be believers that even in the way we interact with other people at these sport and events that that we glorify you in our interactions father can we remember that ultimately you are our greatest treasure ultimately being in union with you is is the greatest thing is the greatest prize that we could have ever wished for and hoped for lord we pray that everybody listening is able to operate in a spirit of excellence and, and consistency and diligence with what they do father and even when things Lord, go extremely well. Can we remember, can we glorify you? But can we remember, even when things are not going the way that that we think they ought to, that you still have a plan in that, that you still are working something out for our good. In that, even in seasons when things are not going as well as we thought, uh, or well as we would wish them to go, in Your mighty mighty name, we thank you so much for 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 this podcast and and for this episode of bless people. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so amen. much, Josh. Thank honestly. you, thank mm.
0: you. It's been so great to have you on, and I'm sure this podcast is going to bless so many people. As yeah, they just kind of as we just think more deeply, you know, about think more things. deeply.
1: But this is great. <laughs> these are great. Some of these questions I haven't thought about with relation to fitness. So it's been lovely to explore with you, definitely.
0: Yeah. Ah. Oh, thank you so much, and thank you guys for listening again. Mm. I really hope that you've enjoyed, and I'm sure you've been encouraged. So. I will see you on the next episode and have a wonderful time in whatever you're doing and know that you can glorify God absolutely everywhere.
1: See you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Sporting for His Glory. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. For more content, also follow our Instagram page at Sporting for His Glory. Be encouraged that you are empowered to represent Christ and glorify God wherever you go and in everything you do. See you on the next episode.